Welcome to Weza Talks Podcast. My name is Mario Milanovic, and I'm glad to welcome Marco Di Elia today. Uh, Marco uh, went from Mr. World Italy to now a yogi with almost a quarter million TikTok followers. Marco is a public figure, a social media influencer, an actor, a singer, a male model, an MMA fighter, a fragrance enthusiast, a self-development lover, and entrepreneur, and a big believer in power of human connection through social media to change our lives and the world. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, a great introduction, even way too much for me. Thanks a lot for that. I really appreciate well, it. Well, it's okay. You know, I mean, I love people that uh, do a lot of different things and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's always nice to see uh, people change uh, the different um, ambitions, I suppose, and uh, going from one thing to another. But before we talk about uh, your uh, mastery of TikTok, um, let's, let's, uh, let's go back to, uh, you know, your early days and, and how you started. And I know you were a swimmer and uh, a competitive swimmer and all that. And, and then you became a, a model and all that. So tell our viewers a little bit more about yourself because uh, it's an interesting story. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it all started when I was 18 years old. Before being 18, I was a professional swimmer. I was swimming basically seven days out of the week. So every single day, swimming, 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 just working out. So I never touched anything outside of my home uh, besides school and my and my girlfriend. So when uh, when I was 18, I decided to quit swimming. And like when you are 18, you're in that period in which you don't know if you want to do university because you are living high school. So you're in that in that transition mode where you don't know what to do with your life. And so I quit right. swimming. I couldn't find uh, basically any friend anymore because all my friends, all the people that I knew was just uh, in my swimming team. When I was in high school, I studied communication sciences. And so I was the only guy or all my other classmates, they were all just girls. So I found myself basically okay. with nothing from scratch. And I decided, you know what, let's try and see what happens in the world outside of my bedroom. <laughs> and so I went out. And I discovered uh, a bar, a disco bar here in my in my hometown here in uh, in Italy. And you know, you you've never been to a bar, you've never drank alcohol, you've never smoked. So you know what happens. You enter in a really bad period for 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 some time, and that period was really depressing. And after a few months of basically having nothing, my family. Uh, they had a bit of a struggle with money and my mom got diagnosed with uh, something not, not so good. And one day okay. I just wake, woke up and decided, you know what, I have to do something with this life. I have to do something besides waking up at 1 p.m. because I, uh, I slept the whole, I went out the whole night. And so I went out in the bookstore and bought my first self-development book. And that's where it all started. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. What book did you buy? Oh, the first book was uh, Think and Grow Rich. Okay. Napoleon, sure. Absolutely. A really, really, really good book. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, what happened after you read the book? You got inspired or what happened? Oh, yeah. A whole universe opened to me. Uh, I was already like a very um, uh, thoughtful person, you know, swimming the whole day. You're basically with your own self the whole day, kind of meditating during uh, during your swimming session. And so right. I came here and just kept reading, kept reading, kept reading books about self-development. At that moment, I just wanted to make money because I wanted to help my family. 
so I read sure. uh, uh, other books like uh, Total Money Makeover. I read um, okay. Robert Kiyosaki and all these other, you know, the, the famous yep. books that everyone reads. Of course, yeah, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki is very famous. I, I, I used to play his uh, Cash Flow 101 and 202 game. I actually used to uh, host events and have people over and we would play games and network. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so what happened after a while, uh, I shifted my whole mindset. I started waking up early. Uh, I started doing my things, being productive. And I said, you know what, I have to do something. I signed up for university. And at university, I found a girl that told me, oh, man, you're tall, uh, you're nice looking. Why don't you try uh, modeling? Because she was a model. And I tried. Okay. I, she, contacted me, she contacted her agency for me. And I started doing my first uh, runway. It went well. And I started posting everything online. When I started posting everything okay. online, then, uh, you know, it all came like a, a snowfall. Uh, like a snowball effect, you know, the photog photographers started contacting me and then I built more portfolio and then I started posting it more online and everything happened until one point, one guy reached out to me and said, you know what, do you want to try a male pageant? And I said, oh, <laughs> that's not like fashion, That that's not paid, that's not like a job, but you right. know, right. Let, let, let's do it, let's try it, it's just an experience. Right. And it was Mr. Italy. Okay, wow. It went pretty well. And so the guy, when I was in university one day, and I received this call by the, the manager of Mr. Italy, and he said, hey, Marco, do you have a passport? I said, yes, of course. Can you speak English? Definitely. Do you want to go to Miami? All paid. I, I, there is like this big pageant, and you have to represent Italy. I said, oh. Yes, I definitely want to. <laughs> sure, why not? Yes. Dream come true. And that was uh, the first international May pageant. It went pretty well. I met so many guys from all over the world. And when I came back here to Italy as a second place, so first runner-up, uh, media started talking about me and some journalists asked about me. So I ran this wave a little bit of kind of uh, sure. media fame. And many people, when I started posting online stuff, they asked me, Marco, how do you treat your hair? How do you get your body? So they start asking me personal questions. So instead of just replying right. to everyone, I opened the YouTube channel and this is where it all okay. started. Amazing. Wow. So yeah, so you uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, did things that were uncomfortable and but you just decided to, you know, go with the flow and allow the universe to kind of help you uh, get to wherever you need to get. So yeah, so now you're, <clears throat> you open up your YouTube channel and, uh, and then what happened? Uh, how did you progress from there? Uh, I opened the YouTube channel. I started posting online and it went kind of well in the beginning. I didn't know if I wanted to make Italian content, English content or just whatever. Right. I knew I had a great physique, so I just started posting fitness content like every, okay. <laughs> every guy starts doing. Sure. If it's not gaming, it's fitness. So, <laughs> right. But then I, I said, oh, fitness is not my thing. So I prefer, you know, talking about beauty care and self-care and how okay. I started modeling. But after a while, okay. I noticed that modeling was not bringing me to um, a career, having a healthy career. Because, you know, you work with your image, okay. uh, but it's not about your talent most of the times. 
Uh, I also was getting bigger. So in Milan, it's pretty hard if you're a big guy. And so what happened is I started uh, trying acting, acting schools. And okay. I decided, you know what, I want to go to LA and try get into acting and singing more. I started doing acting, I started doing singing. Well, in the meanwhile, I kept going with my personal development routine, waking up early, reading books, all hustling and going. Uh, and, you know, th that was the hustling period. Uh, right. And so now you're living in L.A. No, I'm still in Italy, but I went to L.A. for a couple of months to try acting. Okay. Because that was the period okay. before COVID, just right before COVID. Right. And how did that go? So, so tell us a little bit about, so you, you, you arrive in LA and did you have the agency already? Uh, did you have somebody representing you or, or how did that work? I basically went all in with uh, uh, finding an agency because if I wanted to go to Los Angeles, I knew I needed a sponsor and for the, for the visa. So the problem is right. I didn't have an agency that was international at that moment. So I went there just with my photos and with a little bit of unexperience <laughs> and said, you know what, right. let's try with all the agencies in LA and see what they, what they can do about it. Uh, okay. I also met, uh, I went with, uh, with a guy that was the Mr. World of Honduras because thanks to the pageants, okay. I met a guy from all over the world. So he hosted me and basically I went there. I noticed, okay, if I want to go to LA uh, and if I want to model, there are some agencies that are interested in me, but I have to build some portfolio in Italy uh, before going there. So I went back to Italy right. and then the COVID started and it completely changed my life, changed my things, changed my goals. It all changed. Sorry if I keep talking about okay. myself, but <laughs> I'm trying to no, make no, it no, as quick good. as possible. That's, that's, that's what we're... <laughs> No, that's what we're here for. Uh, you have an interesting story, and I think everybody wants to know about uh, the, your story, not uh, about anything else. So that's so COVID changed everything. So 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 what happened uh, during COVID? You basically uh, uh, decided to go into a different direction, or you had a diff uh, have had an, uh, an enlightening moment, or what? What happened? Yeah, the yogi part started. <laughs> sure. Uh, before COVID, actually, the 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 guy from Mister Italy. The one guy that brought me to Miami, he asked me if I wanted to have a bigger pageant, which was Mr. World, uh, representing Mr. Okay. World Italy. And I said, oh, I actually closed the chapter of modeling and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I want to do it. But it was in Manila, in the Philippines, and I could meet sure. many guys that could also help me with acting and with my career. So I said, you know what, let's try it. It didn't well. Okay. Uh, it didn't go as well as the first pageant, but it it went pretty well, and I met so many great guys, amazing people. And when I came back here, my social media kind of exploded thanks to TikTok because of Mr. World. Okay. And so I started okay. making some money from social media, and I decided to quit um, modeling for that moment to just focus on social media. And that COVID started. Uh, full-time so uh, the quarantine started and for a couple of years we were just here and so i focused on social media and that was my main job that's where i started you know focusing okay. on uh, a specific kind of niche so niching down because you know i wanted to collaborate with other people i wanted to collaborate with brands and so that's where i started also switching a bit to italian because brands were in italian 
and the whole uh, pandemic, the whole quarantine made me stay here at home and something switched uh, like a, like a flower uh, slowing blossoming. Sure. Uh, I was kind of, um, as I told you in the beginning, um, mindful person right from the childhood. I was always been alone. Uh, my family is very small because I'm half Italian and half Bosnian. My mom is from Bosnia, okay. so she came here escaping from war. So I basically don't have relatives from Bosnia. And my dad is uh, is very alone. Also, he escaped from, from home when he was a child. So we're just here, here, my my parents and my, and my brother, my bigger brother. So I was always been alone. My... The only people that I actually grew up with was my uh, swim mates. So, okay. uh, and high school friends were just girls. So I didn't, you know, create that connection with them. So being alone all the time uh, made me grew up here like monk mode during quarantine in this bedroom. Right now, even my bedroom here is just, I do everything here. I work out here. I meditate here. I work here. I do everything here. It's just kind of my temple and the place I basically never leave. <laughs> okay. And when you get into self-development, reading books, there is a moment where you have kind of enough of these books because they, uh, they all basically talk about the same things. So there is a moment in which the you switch something and say, okay, if I want to have more, I have to stop looking outward and I have to start looking inward. So you switch yep. your perspective. And one right. book that I started reading that was not just about external success, but it was a bit more inward, uh, was a book by Eckhart Tolle and it was um, sure. The Power of Now. The Power of, of course. Yeah. And... That actually woke me up a bit from unconsciousness to be a bit more conscious. Then I discovered the Wim Hof method. Uh, I don't know if you know Wim Hof, the breathing yeah, exercises yeah, and the cold showers. Yeah, the Dutch guy, yeah. I did his, mm -hmm. uh, his breathing exercises for basically a year. And I, I, I keep doing them right now, but I went all in with the course. After the Wim Hof method, I discovered uh, yoga and I discovered the real... Uh, yoga, the yoga from okay. India. So it's not just the twisting things that you see in uh, doing in sure. California, but it's more of a inner growth. And okay. I met also Sadhguru, which is uh, one of the most, yep. the, the, the biggest exponential of, you know, spirituality in the world. Yes. I did his courses and I went all in with yoga and now it's basically what I do full time. So... I wake up, I do Amazing. yoga half of the day, and the other half I just grow with my external life, external sure. success. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, Eckhart Tolle, I'm very familiar with him. I uh, I uh, went to, I saw him live in Vancouver. I used to live in Vancouver for many, many years, over 20 years. And he's from, I mean, he lives there now. He's not, he's German, of course, raised in Spain, I believe. Uh, yeah, his books were quite uh, amazing. His two books that he wrote, <clears throat> and uh, they do... Uh, tend to waken you up in some way. Um, I, I find him sometimes hard to understand. It's, uh, you know, he's, he mumbles on a little bit and his voice is a little weird, but, <laughs> other, but the content is fantastic. I mean, the books were really amazing, right? 
So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, definitely yoga is a good thing to do. And there's different kinds of yoga. You're right. There's the kind that, you know, people just uh, walk around with a yoga mat pretend to, pretending to be do, doing something, you know. Uh, meditation is super important. I think uh, it's been part of my life for probably 12 years now, every day. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's great to see that. So it sounds like you're an, an introverted person that somehow got pulled out into this uh, extroverted um, uh, life. And then you kind of did a full swing back into uh, being introverted. So, um, you know, there's, it's, it's interesting. Like, you know, uh, I'm much older than you, of course. And I was raised without uh, internet, so to speak, at one point in my life. And then it, I, I, it switched. So I'm super happy to see the... Well, I'm happy that I lived in the life of non-technological daily uh, uh, interference, so to speak, okay. right? And so I'm, I'm I'm grateful for that because I saw that. But I think somebody like you who's younger probably hasn't experienced that too much, right? So a lot of uh, people in your generation now are almost, a, you know, well, not almost, everybody's addicted to their phones, right? And uh, what would you recommend for people to do on a daily basis i mean i don't i don't know that any you know people are going to go and do wim hof you know every single day right but like somebody that's kind of like introverted and you know wants to break free of the chains and wants to start you know some type of social media presence i suppose what what are the you know top three things that you feel are like the ones that could change their lives Ooh, <laughs> that's a that's a question <laughs> Uh, the main thing, in my opinion, uh, you said it right. Right now, we're so hooked up with uh, social media, and that's my job. So, I mean, uh, if I say it, uh, I mean it with all my heart. You can, like, social media is a huge instrument. You can use it for so many good things in the world. You can reach out to people from the other side of the ocean in just a second. The only problem with social right. media, if you're a consumer... So That's my right. main thing is starting using social media more as an instrument for doing what you need instead of consuming content because social media are just right. created and made to make you stay and stick to the platform as much as possible. Of course, that's how they, they make money and that's yep. the main thing. So it's okay. It's great. I mean, if you want to, you know, uh, be entertained, that's great. The problem is that it uh, really screws up your whole motivation, your whole mind, and you get into this comparison mode. Mostly Instagram, uh, you stay there, you know, it's kind of toxic because you start using it and after 30 minutes you find out yourself scrolling and feeling so miserable and feeling so bad, yeah. even if your life is nice and you know other people's lives are just as nice as yours, but you see, you know, the best parts of everyone, the highlights of everyone's life. Right. And so this feeling of comparison, you know, this is what makes, in my opinion, my generation, the Gen Z, so suffering. So comparison is so connected to social media and our uh, digital identity. That's my main thing. If you want to have a bit better mental health, that one thing will increment your mental health by 90% for sure. Okay. So um, your TikTok audience, is, is it a quarter 
a quarter million subs? Kind of, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's a lot. So um, where is your the, the majority of the subs? Are they in Italy or where are they all over the world? Do you know? Since I started making uh, videos in English before, I have half of them from Italy and half of them from uh, international parts. Okay. And so basically, how are you... Um, walk us through your your process. So, you know, do you post uh, every... I imagine you post every day. So is it a couple times a day? Uh, is there a format that you use? Is it spontaneous? Do you, uh, you know, have a journal the night before uh, what, about what you're going to post the next day or the next week? Uh, what does that look like? Uh, do you know Gary V? Of, of course, course you know Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> and when I started creating content, he was kind of the mentor I took. So I went hustling in whole mode, creating so much content every single day. And right. I don't know if it's the right choice. I still think it was a good choice if you're a beginner. So if you're a beginner, when I was starting, I created so much content. Like I have thousands of videos on my YouTube channel, like so much content. Right. But now, uh, one, a couple of years ago, I went into this uh, very big beauty care and fragrance expo, exposition here in Italy. Okay. And I met the kind of biggest influencers in, um, of the beauty care industry here in Italy. And they really helped me. They are helping me a lot. And I met her, their manager, which is now my agent in the beauty industry. And okay. they helped me redirect my social media in a way to have, to have it social media more as a job. And I right. noticed slowly that now when you want to start, you have to create a lot of content to understand the feedback of your audience and to understand what to create and see what happens. Right. And also to get a bit of experience in, in front of the camera. But after a while, you start niching down and you have to prioritize quality. Right now, I post right. two YouTube videos per week. And I post every single day on TikTok and Instagram since it's the same reel. Uh, but right. before, I was posting every day on every platform using multiple platforms and now I'm just down on three platforms four with Facebook and I just try to you know think a bit more of the of the content that I want to make make a bit more research be behind the content I, I make and you know a bit more process behind it that's it right amazing you know it's it's, it's really cool to you know talk to somebody like you because the thing is that you know, without social media, you don't know where you would have kind of ended up, right? So now that you're able to take something that you're passionate about, whether that's, you know, fragrances or, uh, and we'll talk about that in a second because I'm interested in fragrances as well. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, you're able to basically monetize your passions, right? And you're right. I think that in the beginning, and uh, I know many influencers, that it's basically just about content, content, content. And just, you know, you don't even know what you're doing half the time, right? You're just like feeling stupid, feeling like, why am I doing this? Uh, people are going to judge me. But, you know, eventually, you know, uh, months go by and you become better and better and better at it. And you form, like you said, your demographic, right? You, you realize what works, what doesn't work. You have a lot of stats, a lot of data to back it up. And then you can kind of form your content towards uh, your audience, so to speak. It's still, at the same time, uh, 
staying passionate about what you what you like to do at the same time you, you know you want to make some money in uh, of course right so so that's really 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 cool so tell me about the fragrances you know i'm i'm i i love i love fragrances uh there i, I used to follow a german guy jeremy uh, uh, you probably know him yeah yeah i used to follow him and then he kind of went off the deep end i kind of went crazy or something i don't know it, it's but it was difficult to watch this guy you know but uh i i learned a lot from him you know and it was like you know he would uh, have the top three or f top ten fragrances, and then he would go into the streets and and talk to uh, women and w which ones they liked and everything, right? So it was it was, it was cool because I literally uh, formulated my my whole uh, uh, you know fragrance uh, corner, what do you want to call it, based on some of the su suggestions that he had, right? Which were amazing, right? So t tell tell us a little bit about that. It's it's pretty cool. I actually was the first guy to collaborate with Jeremy on his own brand because now he has his own brand okay. and I was the first guy okay. uh, receiving his fragrance when he released it to, to review right. it. What's the brand called? Uh, fragrance One. One. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah now he, he's different. Now, <laughs> now he's different. Uh, it all, it and... all started when I was in uh, personal development. You know, you try to be better at everything. And I was focusing more externally than internally at that moment. So one thing that you check out when you're focusing externally is, of course, your appearance and your presence. That means also right. your fragrance. That is the main accessory right. for presence. Uh, you don't see it, but you feel it. And it's such a great way for first impression and, you know, to be uh, recognized and be remembered. And so I started watching Jeremy as well and some other uh, YouTube channels because he wasn't still that famous at that moment. Uh, there were other channels as well. And I started also, I always had a great nose. That's my main, uh, my main sense. Uh, okay. And so I started, went into the, going into the, um, the stores and check out every fragrance, check out every fragrance, see if I can remember it the next day, see if I can remember it. And then basically going yeah. every day on fragrance stores. After a while, I decided to buy yeah. something and I developed my small, uh, my small collection. And now uh, it's kind of became my, my job because I was the first guy in Italy to talk about it. Uh, but I was talking Amazing. in, in, uh, in English. That's the problem. Right. Cause now there are some right. bigger ones in Italy. Because they started with TikTok just in Italian. Now that's why right. I switched a bit more to Italian because brands here in Italy they want to collaborate in Italian, and that's the problem. But I was one of the the first guys, and so I had this kind of legacy behind me that I can talk about fragrances and beauty, even if I talk about self care in general. Uh, but I can talk sure. about it with, and people actually trust my opinion. Right. Cool. I'm I'm wearing Tom Ford O Wood. So <laughs> that's that's a classic, um, elegant one. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's I don't wear it all a lot, but uh, when I do, it's like one of those like days how I feel, and I was just like, ah, today I feel like that, you know. So, uh, really amazing. Do you get compliments uh, you know, with I, that? I, 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 um, I, not not, not much. Yeah, I I not really. The thing, it's kind of funny. I mean. I, I live part of my life in, uh, in, in, in Serbia okay. and part of my life in, uh, in Asia, Thailand, usually. Oh, wow. And then I travel around a lot. And f 
for some reason, I don't know, uh, Eastern Europeans don't compliment anybody on on fragrances. Of course, it's, it's a really weird thing. You know, I I I used, I mean, I was I raised in in Germany and in Canada and 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 the U.S. and it feels like there people are more complimentary when it comes to fragrances, which you know I just realized right now as I'm speaking to you, which is kind of bizarre. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. I don't. I don't know that I put it on for other people. I put it on for myself. You know, more so I think. So it, you know, just to make the like you said, it uh, it, it de definitely gives you a certain sense of uh, well-being, and depending on how you feel, it can change your mood as well. I mean, it's a very interesting, uh, um, you know, uh, area of life, right? Yes. You know, with self-improvement and all that kind of stuff uh, being part of it, right? So it's. Yeah, it's, it's it's super interesting. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I I really love your story. I think it's super inspirational. I think that uh, there's a lot of Thank you. people in the world, a lot of even you know, especially younger your generation, which really get a lot of benefit with what you're doing. Uh, uh, you sometimes you don't realize that, but I think that's content creators like yourself, which are very important, because you do combine the external with the internal. You know. Uh, the majority of content create or <laughs> influencers are, like you said, externally motivated, and uh, and then you know you know internally how how do, you know how do you monetize internal? Well, you don't. You monetize it for yourself, you know, yes. and you're able to become a better human being, and 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 g give more benefit towards other people in the world, right? So it's it's very important uh, for people to realize that, you know, meditating and reading a book on self-awareness is like one of the best things that you can possibly do. Right. It's very, very important, you know, and I, I, I try to convey that message whenever I talk to anybody, you know, especially, uh, younger people, right. Yes. Really cool. So, uh, you know, in closing, uh, uh, one question that I ask all my guests is the following. If you were in my shoes and you would ask you a question that I didn't ask, what would that be? Ooh, uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, how are you? Oh, it, it, it's good. It's good. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Probably um, a question that I, I think I would not have the time to talk about it, uh, you know, profoundly, but that would be the main question, which is uh, how to reconcile the outer aspect with the inner aspect how to how do you talk okay. about beauty and and yoga in the same on the same youtube channel that's weird right so so you can you give us a a glimpse of what that looks like you don't have to go into great detail but like you know what what one of the things that allows you to combine those two things what do you think that is oh well um like just talking it very shortly the main thing is you have to earn your living on this planet. So even if you are here with your inner growth, and if you're here as a self and growing yourself and being in your inner journey, inner path, whatever religion or whatever thing you're, you're doing, you have to earn your living. You're here in a society. So that's what people ask me to do. So <laughs> the inner part, right. the yoga part is what I'm kind of more lean to. Uh, I'm leaning into, of course, growing because that's my main thing since I, I made that switch at 18 years old, as I told you. I keep growing and that's, right. my, and that's my journey. So I try to help people documenting my journey with that. But the outer aspect 
is what makes me earn a living. That's what people ask me. If people don't ask me about it, I don't have any <laughs> any props right. to, to talk about it. But in any case, if you are not identified with your external things, you can play with it however you want. If your real right. identification is with the self, is with your inner self, then you can uh, you know play with the outside game however you want. The problem is when you right. get identified with it and you get compulsive about it. Right. Amazing answer. I love it. Tell everybody how they can find you. Uh, what are your handles? Ooh, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. My digital identity is bigger than my ex <laughs> my, my person right now. Uh, as every Gen Z guy, I mean, on Instagram, it's Marco Delia, which is uh, Marco Delia 97. And on YouTube is Marco Delia. Everywhere I use my name. So it's pretty easy to find me. Great. Well, Again, thank you so much for being uh, part of the show. Uh, I really wish you all the best. Uh, maybe in thank a year you. or so, we can have another one and see uh, if you're at uh, you know, two or three million followers on TikTok. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you.